Hey students, it's Seneca, it's Jono here, coming at you with a GCSE Chemistry Night Before the Exam Paper 1 Revision episode. It's going to be a very quick run through of some key stuff to remember for the chemistry exam tomorrow. It's the night before the exam, exciting. Um, the most important thing you can do is keep calm, be kind to yourself, and know that it's going to be over soon and like you're going to have the best summer ever on the horizon. You've just got these exams to get through. And chemistry, it's one of the first ones. So we're going to get it out of the way and hopefully this will be a nice anxiety reducing useful exam tip session. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm going to start by going over some chemistry basics. We're talking about atoms and elements. So these are really important to remember and there's going to be some keywords that we're going to go through. And remember atoms are the building blocks of all matter. You need to remember what the mass number is. This is also called the relative atomic mass, and it's the total number of protons and neutrons an atom has in the nucleus. And the nucleus, that's just the center bit of the atom, and it's positive, because remember, protons are positive. So what's the atomic number? Atomic number is the number of protons in the atom. Atomic number, number of protons, okay? So do we remember what the mass number is? Mass number is the number of protons and neutrons. And remember, that's in the positive nucleus. Another thing that comes up quite a lot in paper one is isotopes. All you need to remember is an isotope is an element with a different number of neutrons. So it's something like um, they have that you can also say that they have the same atomic number, but a different mass number. So that's all the isotopes are. They're the same element with a different number of neutrons. Okay, and make sure if you're asked to define an isotope that you talk about both protons and neutrons because you need to mention both to get the mark and it's the same amount of protons and a different amount of neutrons. Okay, so that's some key stuff to remember about relative atomic mass. Now let's go through a few uh, exam questions, just some one to two markers, nothing too crazy. Um, do you remember what the alkali metals are? So alkali metals, remember they're group one, so it's stuff like potassium, lithium, sodium, and things in group one have one electron in their outer shell. Now this is important when we talk about reactivity, because potassium is going to be more reactive than sodium and lithium. And why is that? It is because the outer electron is less attracted to the nucleus. Something's more reactive when it makes an ion really easily. So in potassium, that electron is further away from the nucleus, Remember, as we go down a group in the periodic table, we get further from the nucleus. Remember, nucleus positive, electrons um, are negative. So as we get further from the nucleus, the electron is less strongly attracted to it. So it's easier to lose. Boom, we form an ion. Boom, we get in a reaction. Exciting stuff. <laughs> okay? So that would be a key takeaway, I'd remember. More reactive equals more easy to form an ion. Okay, do we remember the name of the atomic model developed by J.J. Thompson? Well, J.J. Thompson developed the plum pudding model. Delicious. So good. I could do with some dessert right now. Maybe have a sweet treat before you go to bed. You have an exam tomorrow. I think you've earned it. But remember, J.J. Thompson, plum pudding model. And think of it like this. J.J., that's two J's. Plum pudding, P.P., that's two P's. That's how I remember that J.J. Thompson came up with the P.P. plum pudding model. Boom. Okay, let's go over, let's do some flashcards next. We're going to go over some uh, chemical changes flashcards, okay? So define what an acid is. What's an acid? 
acid are substances that form hydrogen H plus ions when they dissolve in water. And when something's dissolved in water, we call that aqueous. Okay? So acid, sour, lemon, eel, just remember protons. Okay, we've done acid. What always goes hands in hand with an acid? It's an alkali. What's an alkali? Well, that's substances that form hydroxide, that's OH minus ions when they dissolve in water. And alkalis have a pH of greater than seven. So what pH do acids have? They have an acid, they have a um, pH of less than seven. Okay, super important acronym that's gonna be useful in pretty much any chemistry exam you ever sit, oil rig. What am I chatting about? What's an oil rig got to do with chemistry? Well, I'm glad you asked. An oil rig, oxidation is loss of electrons, reduction is gain of electrons. Super important acronym, one of the most important things you will ever learn in chemistry. Remember that oil rig, okay? So let's move on to do some energy changes. Um, so chemical reactions, they can be endothermic or exothermic. And that's all to do with the transfer of energy. Remember, energy, we can't make it, we can only transfer it between objects. So exothermic reactions, that's when energy from the reacting chemicals is transferred to the surroundings. So the surroundings are going to increase in temperature. It's getting hot, hot, hot. Okay, so remember what happens to energy in chemical reactions. It is conserved. Love that. So we've talked about exothermic reactions. What about exothermic's best friend, endothermic? Well, endothermic, that's when energy from the surroundings is transferred to the reacting chemicals, causing the temperature of the surroundings to decrease. We're going down. So exothermic, remember, that releases heat so the surroundings go up in temperature. Endothermic reactions, they're greedy. They want to take all that energy for themselves. So in an endothermic reaction, the temperature of the surroundings is going to decrease because it steals away all the energy from the surroundings. Cheeky, cheeky endothermic reaction. Okay, so that was just a really quick run through of some key definitions um, and key concepts for your chemistry paper one tomorrow. Uh, don't be scared, just be happy that the exam's nearly over um, and think about all the hard work you've done throughout the year or in the last week <laughs> or in the last hour, however long it may be, it doesn't matter. Um, the point is, if you're listening to this, you are being proactive and you're doing something to help with your exam tomorrow, which is great. Um, we're going to end with a little stress buster, because remember, you got this. And it's going to be the Drag Queen Guide to Reducing Exam Stress. So, first of all, shake away any negativity, like bye girl, bye. We don't want any of that. Positive mindset, positive thinking. That's what's going to help. Remember, the storm is almost over. And um, if you're just starting with your GCSE exams, they're, they're going to be over in the blink of an eye and then you're going to have an amazing summer um, to recuperate and have a nice celebration. Maybe night before the exam, have a nice bath, kind of really signally cute and comfortable outfit for the exam tomorrow. I always used to wear tracksuit bottoms to my exams. They were lime green and disgusting and I loved them because I was so comfortable. <laughs> uh, then, honey, just take a deep breath. and walk into that exam hall tomorrow, ready to slay. Good luck for your exam tomorrow. Hope it goes really, really well. Hope you've enjoyed um, this revision episode. Let me know what you thought of it. And good luck for tomorrow. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, or you just realized how close your exams are, then just head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your GCSE subjects absolutely free. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, you will find the link in the bio. 
If not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people find our podcasts.